Yes, yes, sir. All right. Nathan Webb, everybody, star of season two of Too Hot to Handle and social media icon. Uh, he's, got, <laughs> he's got over 400K on, on TikTok and IG. Super hyped to have him on today. So, Nathan, thanks so much, man. The pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Awesome, man. Awesome. I mean, I, I'm curious, man, because we were talking a little bit about it um, uh-huh. you know, prior to this recording. But, like, you, I feel like you have a crazy story, man. Like, how did you – how did you get on like too hot to handle? Like, how did you get into like the social media space? Like who is, who is Nate Webb in, in your, in your opinion? That is, you know what, that is, that's a fantastic question. This is like a, it's like a pinch me thing as well that I've done multiple times. So, um, you know, back to, let's go back to last year, pandemic time, everything, you know, world's going crazy. Uh, the show comes out in March and I thought, you know, I switched it on, I lay on my couch. Like it was just the most ridiculous show that I'd ever seen in my life. So <laughs> I watched maybe, I watched an episode, watched the second episode and I turned it off. And it was strange that I then received a DM probably on Instagram a week or so later, which turns out was this show, was this amazing show that, uh, that I'd been on. And you know, I just, just looking back, I, I just, I cannot believe it that how much my life has changed, even in the last two months, you know, the show came out about a month ago and just, you know, we've just been speaking a little bit, but how different it is. You know, I haven't left Dallas in two years. And I think in the last month I've been in Dallas, maybe three days. Cause I've just been in a different city, different yeah. location, different yeah. state every other day. It's just incredible. Yeah, man, that's crazy. So you just like received a DM on Instagram and that's all it was. It's that's how it started. Um, received a DM, and this is something I tell all my friends. So all my friends that get, you know, the Love Island applications, they get different, different reality shows coming at them. So they have a huge the DM comes through and the application process is probably 80 questions, 85 questions, just your classic dating show like how many girls do you sleep with what's your type <laughs> just all of this crap and um my answer to every single one was call me to find out it was all i put so everything it was what was your what is your name making web then it was the next question i don't know what is your type of woman and it was just call me to find out so for 84 <laughs> questions i put call me to find out call me to find out call me to find out and it just happened that i got a phone call two weeks later and they said we're calling to find out. (laughs) It obviously works. Like you just got to do something different. You just got to be different. No, that's huge. That's crazy. So did like, did they tell you like how many people applied for, to to the audition process? So they, so they couldn't give us exact numbers, but it was within the hundred, 150,000. And then they narrowed it down to us original 10 plus the five that came in. So 15. That's insane. That's insane. It, it really like, is. Like, just, just your numbers, when you think about it, 150,000 all the way down to the starting 10 was just ridiculous. So it was literally 150,000 people applied. Yeah, 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 absolutely. 100, 150,000. <laughs> and uh, somehow they picked this idiot from Dallas. <laughs> and that's, Dude, that's, that's dope. The reason. Dude, yeah, that's that dope. Uh-huh. That's, it, that's it's crazy. almost like, so the way they kind of told us, it's like, it's like your chances of being drafted, you know, as like a, and drafted in the first round or whatever. So it's kind of, you know, all, I don't know, you get 200,000 college athletes coming into the draft or whatever, and they draft, what, 32, 33 guys in the first round. So it's kind of, that's how they kind of pitched it to us. Yeah. It's like the same, same sort of chances being drafted. No, man, for sure. I mean, how long was that like audition process, right? Like, so you get this Ooh. DM, like uh-huh. take us through that. It was, 
So I got the DM in April and I was confirmed. I was confirmed the third week of October. So it was just a ton of different people. So it was started off with a Zoom interview just like this. You know, it was just me getting, getting to know a cast and producer. He then submitted the video. He thought, okay, this guy's pretty cool. Let me submit the video. Yeah. Went to like a person above him. Then I do a Zoom interview with them, person above him. So I did probably five Zoom interviews. Then it, then it, you, you see it starting to get a little serious because I had a psychiatrist. I had to do a phone call with a psychiatrist. Yeah. I'm like, all right, it must be serious if they want to see if I'm crazy. So did that. Then we had um, a medical. Then you got to do a medical, make sure everything's good. Vaccinations, everything was good. And the, so the weird thing with my particular situation is I was married. So the whole time during the recruitment or the audition or whatever, I was married. So the last like stipulation of me being on the show was having my divorce go through. So yeah, <laughs> couldn't have yeah. worked out more perfect. So my divorce <laughs> went through the third week of October and then they confirmed me four days later. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. divorce present. <laughs> I'm, I'm great. I'm fantastic. Yeah. Dude, no, that's, that's insane. So like, yeah, I mean, like, so you just found out just like that. I mean, that must yeah. have been like, what was, what was your initial reaction? Cause did you thought it was going to be Love Island, right? Um, it, so I thought it was going to be parties in paradise. So it happened. Luckily I was, I was in Tulum actually. So I was in Cozumel in Mexico and then Tulum when I got the final phone call from the producers and they, uh, they were like, look, you, we want you, you're going to do the show. So I honestly went straight to a bar. It's called Taboo. It's a beach club in Tulum. And I just got wasted. <laughs> I, was so, <laughs> I was so happy. I was just going back. But because um, originally it was going to be Parties in Paradise, which pitched to us was spending the summer on a yacht traveling from Caribbean Island to Caribbean Island to Caribbean Island, basically just yeah. drinking, partying, having a good time for the entire summer, which sounds fantastic. And then of course the uh, right everything changed first day. Right. I mean, do you do you think you would have applied for if you knew it was too hot to handle? Do you think you would have applied for it? Or I just I that's a great question. I think I don't know if they could ever recruit for too hot to handle because everyone going in would already know. You know, it it's hard to explain going going into it knowing it was too hard to handle i think all of our mindsets would be very different that okay well I'm, I'm good they just wouldn't have a show because they would have to shock us you know all of us i think it they would have to recruit it differently because it would have to be like we, we were we were all there just to sleep with each other if i'm honest yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're suddenly telling us that we can't they have a show whereas if people will go in there oh we're going to build an emotional connection they probably wouldn't have any rule breaks but Right. But yeah, it, it would be a tough one. Yes, I probably still would do it, but uh, I would have yeah. I would have had a lot more fun on, uh, <laughs> on on parties in paradise. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm curious, like, how authentic like was the show? Like, was there times where like, uh, like the series, like Netflix, kind of over dramatized it, or was it like pretty pretty accurate? It was very very accurate. The honestly, the thing that we kept getting reminded was it's not that kind of show. They'd always say it's not that kind of show. And by that, I mean, we were a ton of sexually active young people, right? So they'd have to remind us that they couldn't show it. We were naked all the time, all the right. time, but it's not something they could show. So they had to remind us like, look, it's not that type of show. We can't show you naked all the time. We can't show all this stuff that you're doing. Like we were just 
I'd walk into the bathroom and there were three girls in the bathtub just spraying each other with the shower. <laughs> like, God, like Cameron and I are trying to brush our teeth and we're just, it just right Bro. behind us. Is the, and they, but they couldn't show it because it just, it wasn't like a, an R rated, an R rated show, which again is very odd. So I was at a group of us were at Saddle Ranch in, a, yeah. in Los Angeles a couple of days ago. Uh, no, it was last week. And I, she must have been a group of maybe like 12, 13 year olds came up to us and they were like, oh my God, we love the show. And Joey and I looked at each other like, yo, yo. <laughs> I don't know if you should have seen it. Yeah, <laughs> Melinda stood next to me who had sex with Marvin. You got these like 12 year olds and they're saying, I loved you on the show. Right. Ooh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's crazy. That's, yeah. no, that that's insane. Like, I mean, how has your life changed? Like, since like, the the series came out man like must be it's, crazy it's just it, it really is it's been it's been a shock so for me I, when i say i'm lucky I, I don't know if you class as lucky but dallas everyone's so relaxed not i don't know if many it's really a show that you would get in the south like dallas is it's maybe not as big but you go to los angeles ridiculous the second you step off a plane i got people who just that <laughs> because i also look you know i wore a cowboy hat a lot of the time and you know i've grown my hair whatever so some people kind of double take me because they don't realize but but it is we would just to walk just to walk anywhere and it's so cool i, I love it and i don't think it'll ever get old that right. people ask to take pictures with you and to ask about your experiences and, and it, it i don't think it'll ever get old I, I love it and it's so it's so cool we were we were on Hollywood Boulevard and there was some girls from the Czech Republic on vacation, barely spoke English. And they said, they were like, it was me, Joey and Pete. And they pointed at us and asked for a picture, told us they were from Prague. They love the show. And it's just, it's mind blowing that had the reach of these shows, you know, we're just, I'm just here in Dallas and there's these girls from Prague in the Czech Republic that recognized us on the street. Right. It's just, it's just incredible. It really is. Oh man, that's, that's insane. I mean, what, what's been like the biggest challenge for you? Like after getting all this like publicity, would you say like, has there been a change or? So for me, so for my personal experience, um, I obviously left the show single. So I didn't leave with a girl. I didn't leave with a girlfriend, whatever. So for me, I personally have received a lot of DMs, a lot of, a lot of <laughs> girls know that I was single. So it's hard for me not just to let loose <laughs> right, right. In, in every sense of the word. But um, that, that's been a tough one. Um, to stay grounded, I think I do a very good job. There's some, some of the guys maybe on the cast that have just been like these A-list celebrities in their mind now. So they're just, you know, and that, that I don't have an issue with because it's, it, we're just not, we, you know, we're not. We, we're just like every person I meet, I'm just like them. And that's what, that's what I say to them. You know, three weeks ago, nobody gave a damn who I was or what I was doing. And suddenly they do. So that's been a tough one. Um, recording. I forget that everyone now has a camera phone. So some stuff that I probably used to do, can't really get away with it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm doing, I'm doing like shots and getting just sloppy yeah. drunk. And there's people just yeah watching me trip over (laughs) so that that's that's been a tough one just trying to keep mindful of what i'm doing no man i mean for sure i mean i i can't even imagine it man i mean you're a good sport about it i mean that's that's just like a crazy change you know um over and it literally overnight when people say overnight it was it came out at midnight and the next day people suddenly know your life 
It's no, crazy. It really is. Do you still stay in touch with like everyone on the show? Like are, are yeah. there people that like kind of separated off into doing their own thing? Kind of? Um, me. So I'm, I'm, I just left Joey and Carly. So I just left them two days ago. I was in Miami. Um, the week before I was with Joey, Carly, Pete and Melinda in LA. Um, I was with Chase last week. So all of, yeah. all of the American side, we're, we're always together. We really are. So Kayla, Kayla, not so much, but she, she's also, I think she's in Mexico right now. So Kayla just kind of went off and she's in Mexico, but right. everyone from the U S side, we're, we're pretty much together every week and we, yeah. we, we, we will be again next Wednesday. So we're all back together again next Wednesday. That's awesome. So like, what's the plan? Like when you guys usually meet up, is it strictly like in terms of creating content purposes or is it like, just yeah, it, it definitely is, you know, as a group, it's, it's also a lot of people like my, my friends that maybe weren't on the show. It's so hard to try and explain to them what it is we go through. It's not, you know, it's ne- nothing negative. It's just, they don't understand what it's like to, to walk certain places. So it's nice being around the guys because they understand, they know what we're going through. They know, especially like media stuff, what we, you know, we have so many different obligations that we have to fulfill. So it's so cool that everyone understands like, Oh, I've got to go this place at this time and this place at this time. So it's nice being around them. Um, I just miss the one thing I do miss is Cam. Like Cam was my best friend. And yeah. I've not been able to see him at all. Like I'm, he can't come to the U.S., so that's a tough one. Rob is also one of my best friends. I would love for him to be here, but he can't. It's actually his birthday on the thirtieth, so we were supposed wow. to be in Vegas. So we had we got a suite booked at the Encore. We were going to go crazy for three or four days, and of course, he can't get into the U.S. So wow. that's a tough one. That's a real tough one. So how did they get in? Oh, okay, that's right, because it was filmed in Mexico, right? It was so it's filmed in Turks and Caicos, but they. They all had work permits. So they all technically had work permits. So then to come to the US, they need these work permits again. Right. So it's right. just it's just not as easy for them to get it. And and I mean they can say they're coming over to here, here to work, but when they look at the trip, it's like, so you're in Vegas for four days for work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, 100%, bro. I mean, like, what's uh, like, what's that daily routine like for you? I mean, you mentioned, like, you're always traveling, bro. Like, uh-huh. again, I, I appreciate you taking this interview because I know you're probably mad busy. So, like, talk, take me through that routine, man, of, like, that so daily routine. So, especially, so really, so things like training, you know, I used to, like, my one thing was I always wanted to go to the gym just because it starts your day off, and, and I really haven't been able to. So, a lot of the time, it's, a lot of a lot of podcasts, which is beautiful. I love doing them because every you can be anywhere in the world and you can sit in front of your telephone, do a podcast. Fantastic. <laughs> um, we do a lot of content stuff. So when we're together, it's it's tough being 27 and making TikTok dances, but I do my best. So gotta go for it, man. It's literally gotta go for one it. of the things. It really is. It, it's incredible that that is such a huge part of like this reality TV scene now that it's TikTok, it's social media. So you know, we push, we push TikTok, we push Instagram, we do a lot of appearances in places. You know, it's, again, it's crazy that restaurants just want to give you a table and give you food. <laughs> like, why? Why do you? Yeah, they just, that's crazy. They just it, offer you a table? Yeah. So it's, we pretty much, it sounds ridiculous, but you just don't pay for anything. I don't, I don't understand. They just, you know, oh no, it, as long as you post our restaurant, you can have a table, you can have, a $500 limit for dinner as long as you post us like hey I can eat $500 worth of steak I'm good so it's it's just wow. a lot of 
a lot of restaurants, a lot of bars. Uh, like we were at Rolling Loud this past weekend, which was great. Yeah. We just we just have to post that we're there and basically have fun. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's not a job. It, it, it by no means is any of what I do a job. <laughs> but I suppose I class it as a job. But it really no. Is. It's it. I mean, man. It look. It's a grind. Like regardless. Like you know. Uh-huh. I I respect it because you're downplaying it. But bro, like the creating content. Like you got. It's tough to keep up and like stay relevant. Oh, it, it really is. It it really, yeah. really is. And it, that's why being in, in LA is so beneficial because there's so many, like all these different TikTok kids, these different houses, you know, we, we link up with them, we make content then we leave and go to another one. We do an interview and then we do like a game. We go and do yeah. a, an interview with someone who has some sort of game going on. Yeah. So it's, is it a lot? Yes. But I mean, it, it beats sitting in a cubicle for, for eight <laughs> hours a day. 100%. Yeah. I would yeah. never change it. Yeah. I mean, who's uh, like, who are some collabs that you've like worked with or uh, that you hope to work with in the future? Like anyone on TikTok? So, that- the, so the best one, the, the best one I will say that I did was, was Harry from season one. So yeah, yeah. Harry, Harry is fantastic. The guy is, it's tough because a lot of people, especially in Los Angeles, it's, it's like, okay, what can you do for me? I'll do this for you, but what can you do for me? Yeah. And Harry is one of the people that I've met that, just never ask for anything in return. He really just wants everyone around him to succeed. So that is one that I'm very thankful for. He's given me so much advice that, I mean, without, you know, without him, I wouldn't probably be where I am right now in like my headspace. So I want to continue working with Harry. It's it's not a collab. Like I consider him a friend. I'm sure he yeah. considers me as a friend. Yeah. So just keep working with him. Um, and you see how successful he's been over the last yeah. year. So I just hope yeah. that I can kind of copy what he's done. Yeah. I mean, how did you guys meet? Like, did people from season one reach out to season two? How did that work? I, uh, I always wondered. Kind of, kind of. So we're we're under like the same management, I guess. So Harry, Harry is very close to mine, Chase, and Joey's manager. So it was literally just here's Harry's number, speak to him. And I did. I just gave him a phone call one day. And because he because again, he so many people can give us advice, but he has literally been in our situation a year ago and done everything that we have to do. So there's no one better to, to explain kind of like the road to success than Harry. Cause he, right. cause he's done it all. It's just try, you know, he, he's done it completely. Right. No, definitely. I mean, did you guys, um, do you guys ever like watch the show, like watch the full show or do you guys <laughs> like after, after it's over, yeah. you guys just forget it. Like it's just over. No, it's, it's funny. So that's a good question. Um, yes, we did. So I remember when the second batch of episodes came out, I was staying at Harry's apartment and I was with Chase. So it was midnight drop. Chase is there. <laughs> Chase just put it straight on at midnight. I'm like, we were, I mean, we had been out. We'd been at this uh, Space Jam yeah. event all night. So I was, I was exhausted. I was like, yo, can we just focus on this tomorrow? Like we, yeah. we know what happened. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah. Like, we don't have to watch it, but yeah. So, and then like Joey loves, Joey loves watching every single little like youtube video that's made about us which again i I don't some of them are negative some of them positive but joey loves it he'll sit there all night and just watch everything that's going on and i'm it's not that i can't do it i just again i i lived the show so i know exactly what happened right right so yeah i've 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 watched it i haven't rewatched it it's just because i i mean i know i know exactly what went down yeah no definitely i mean I mean, just talk about like that, like in terms of uh, like just like the relate, like I don't know, like I mean the relationships, like you guys said, you guys went to Rolling Loud, right? Like yeah, you guys uh-huh. are tight. Like what was that like? Because you was Jack Harlow performing? That must have been nuts. Yeah, it was. It was a. 
It was fantastic, actually. It was, and they put us in this little like VIP little tent area, which, okay, so I tell, I keep telling my friends as well. So again, three weeks ago, I wouldn't have seen myself in the VIP section at Rolling Loud. <laughs> so I was very drunk. And the only food that they served there was Nobu sushi. So it's not the best drunk food. Like you don't want yeah. Nobu sushi. So I walked out and they had like a Philly cheesesteak stand. So yes, this is like, this yeah, is what I want. This yeah, is what I want. So that's I get it. In line. Going all in. Yeah. I just, I did. So I, I left, I got in line and um, I was, I was really drunk. <laughs> like, get to the front of the line. I started counting. So I started, just started counting. I was like, oh. I take 23 Philly cheesesteaks. <laughs> but I just, oh. I just bought everyone's shit that was in the line. Just, right. You know, it just, like, why not? I just, that was just kind of, I don't know. It just, I'm just not used to this whole, this whole little area yet. And again, that's yeah. more my vibe. It's, that's like having a Bud Light and a Philly cheesesteak with everyone yeah. else. Rather yeah. than, <laughs> you know, everyone sipping champagne and eating sushi. I just, I just can't, I just can't do that. Yeah, no, man. I mean, sushi, come on. Like, that's just not the food for that kind of concert, man. I, oh, hell, hell no. It's, I mean, it was, come on, man. And, like, and, yo, and they had the thing that made me just almost throw up is wings and fries in the VIP area of Rolling Loud were $155 for eight wings and a plate of fries. Oh, <laughs> right? You're VIP, though. You're VIP, though. I mean, <laughs> What? $155 for eight wings and a plate of fries. That's yeah. crazy. So they wouldn't even like like for VIP, like what I meant by that is like they, they don't usually like give you like that food. Like they no, no, it was it was just like the, the section. So then everyone's then everyone like buys their own alcohol, whatever. It's it's like going into a club and you have like bottle service. Right. So it's pretty much like that. But my gosh, yeah, I saw that it was like it was a plate of sushi or this $150 wings. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah. and some no. churros i got like eight churros oh dude churros are fire all day right? all day all day um i'm curious like what uh what was your favorite performance like while you guys were out rolling loud like that was a great question um so i will probably say i'm a rick ross in miami is always pretty fun so rick ross went hard that was that was excellent um uh Lil Baby on Friday. Was he Friday? Yeah, he was he was fantastic. The baby was obviously a little strange on Sunday. But um yeah, Lil Baby was fantastic. Um Post Malone was a little strange, but he's a fellow doubt, you know, he's from Grapevine, so I gotta support him. I would yeah. probably say, yeah, probably Rick Ross, just because a buddy Rick just Ross. like and he also another cool thing is I had a DM from them last night from his champagne Bel Air brand, and they're like, Hey, we want to send you a case of champagne. Hell yeah! Man. Way. that's that's another cool thing. Is just shit just arrives every day. Just different right. stuff from different people. I'm like, it's and, great. It's like Christmas every day. Just stuff arrives at my door. And just, yeah, yeah. Take this. Take this. No, have it, dude. That's crazy. So like, this is all through social media. Do like, do you see mm -hmm. yourself like pursuing like social media like full time, twenty four seven? You think? Or? Yeah. See, I I love I love uh, the brands like. Someone like Bradley Martin, I love what what yeah. he's produced. You know, he's a he's a big gym guy, but then he also has fun with it. You know, he's not so serious like these fitness influencers are. The guys like the Nelk Boys, I think they're fantastic. You know, they do completely outrageous stuff, but they have so much fun with it. So that's kind of the angle that I like. I like 
what they do are like the Bradley. Yeah, he does his gym stuff, but he also then goes out and gambles all this money in Vegas. I think that's so cool. So yeah. I don't think I'll stay so serious for so long. I do just want to have a lot of fun. I want to get, you know, show everyone my personality a little bit more rather than just like these pose pictures, you know? I want to <laughs> no, go out and, and have fun. No, definitely. I mean, uh, do you see yourself boxing Bradley maybe? Doing a little boxing <laughs> match, bro? Oh, dude, it's huge. No. <laughs> I, you know, I've spoke to – so Harry Harry was training for a, uh, for a TikTok, TikTok YouTube boxing match, I think. So that's something definitely that I would like to be involved in. I think the next, the next event that they put on, I'll, I'll go to and I'll, I'll go and see what it's like. But, you know, I've been training for a lot of years, and I just think that I would end up doing a lot more damage yeah. to these kids than, than I probably should. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if there's someone that I could maybe fight yeah. safely. Yeah. Good Jake Paul, man. Maybe Jake Paul. <laughs> yeah. He's about my size. He's about my size. We'll yeah. I just – I got to get to his level first, though. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, no, man. I mean, respect. I mean, it's definitely been blowing up. I mean, do you follow any other sports? Because I see you repping uh, the jerseys, man. I love the jerseys. Like, <laughs> yeah. you got the Jimmy Butler jersey. Like, that's yeah. a classic. Like, I, I mean, I, I love it, man. The Dirk jersey, I saw that the other day. You have a Dirk, uh, yep. Big, big Luka fan. I'm a big Luka Doncic fan. Um, so I've been a Houston Texans fan for years, for probably 10 years. Obviously, a very rough season for us last season. Um this coming season, I think we're probably going to lose the Sean, but there's a lot of stuff going on with the Sean right now. Um, yeah, it's I'm a huge, huge Texans fan. Arkansas Razorbacks, that's that's my that's my people. That's all my friends. Everyone go, everyone I know goes to Arkansas. So college football, SEC, all the way. Yeah, dude, hundred percent, hundred percent. I had DeAndre Hopkins on my fantasy team, man. Uh -huh. Guys, a beast. Guys, I cannot believe, I cannot believe Bill O'Brien let that guy go. I cannot believe. Oh. God. I cannot they, believe it. It just – he ruined the Texans. I mean, he really yeah. did for the next three or four years. We traded – and what did we – well, at the time we got Laramie Tunsil, we gave up, what, three first – was it two or three first-round picks? That was ridiculous. Oh, and then he man. went – he went as, like, the most penalized lineman in the league. Oh, yeah. His first season. It just yeah. – I mean, he's great. Laramie Tunsil was great. But, yeah, most penalized lineman in the league. No. I mean, look, like a lineman, like, let's – real like you know it's yeah, like it's not the same yeah but uh do you have, do you do fancy football like do you have a league or i have you know i haven't i haven't in probably three years now i just wow. i just i haven't because i get too competitive i want to especially if it's if it's like the texans against one of my players you then don't really know where you stand you're like shit well i want the texans to win but i need yeah you know, i need the points from yeah so it's it's a tough one i just kind of avoided it for that reason no, definitely, definitely. Um, maybe a too hot to handle fantasy football league, man. Get the squad I mean, together. I mean, I'm all over it. I'm all yeah. over that 100. Yeah, awesome, man. Um, I guess to wrap it up because I don't want to take up more of your time. But uh, what are you like most proud of, like throughout the course of your career so far, and, and where do you see yourself like five years down the road? You know, I think I think me, I'm I've stuck very much to myself. I've not. There's been times that I maybe could have done different things. I could have dated different people just for like this whole social media thing. And, you know, cause people might want to see me with certain people. And it just, it just isn't me. I just can't fake anything. So even during the show, there were opportunities that, you know, I could have maybe paired with different people that would have maybe given me a better reaction, but I just couldn't do it. So I think that's one thing is just always be myself. I'm, I'm, I want to say I'm very, 
outrageous, but I'm also pretty kind. <laughs> like that's one thing. Yeah. I don't want this ever to get to my head, which to some people it maybe has already and it's only been a month. So stay humble, stay, you know, everyone I meet is exactly the same person as I was three weeks ago. So I'm no better than anyone. And again, some some people do, they just act like they're better than people, which I just, I could never do. So yeah. I think in my career moving forward, yeah, it's just remain myself. That's all I need to say is just be yeah. myself, never change. Oh man, I love it. I love it. I, I, did any did any celebs like re- reach out to you via DM after the show or or no? Any, um, anyone? So for me, it's mainly like Playboy models, yeah. <laughs> like underwear models, swimsuit models. So Sports Illustrated model. It's great. Like I'm not I'm not complaining at all. So it, it really yeah. is. It's just just all of these models, like Instagram models that have come out of nowhere, which is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have a dream? Do you have a dream girl? Anyone come mind her? I always said, I always said Miranda Lambert. That was always my like my dream dream girl. So she, you know, she's she's southern. I love country girls. I love like country accents. I love trucks. So she was just ideal, blonde, very sweet southern girl. Ideal. That would be my ideal woman. Yeah, man. Let's go. The Luka Doncic <laughs> super fan. Everybody, Nate Webb. Super hyped to have him, man. Uh, if there's any way I can support you, please don't hesitate to reach out, man. Uh, extremely grateful that you took this time. And, Hell yeah. yeah, man, keep killing it, man. Keep killing it. Maybe I'll see you in the boxing match or something soon. So I'll oh, see I you. I hope so. It was a pleasure, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Have a great day, Nate. Appreciate it, man. Pleasure. Have a pleasure. good one. See you again. Peace.